0: What's up design family and welcome back to another episode of Fit Design TV. So glad to have you back on the channel. On today's episode, we'll be looking at the key ways to scale your fashion brand. These tips and tricks are going to be applicable whether you're a beginner brand just starting off or you've been in the business for a while. These tips will cover a variety of different avenues that are going to have to do with how you create quality product and the importance of creating quality product all the way down to the importance of having great customer service that matches your brand image, your brand aesthetic, in order just to leave your customers with a strong view of your brand and to keep them coming back time and time again. So if you've ever been interested or you're facing growing pains as a company, this is going to be an episode for you and you're going to find a lot of valuable tips and tricks. What's up design family and welcome to Fit Design TV. So glad to have you here. On this channel, we discuss all things sports fashion, graphic design, manufacturing, and technology. We'll discuss key topics, answer pressing questions, and provide actionable steps on starting your own product line. If you're interested in any of the above topics, stick around, you're in for a good one. Getting right into it. We're going to be going through these tips and tricks quite fast, but if you want a more in-depth explanation of each of these points, check out the videos on our channel. We've done a ton of great content that actually goes through topic by topic and covers it perfectly. Number one is going to be the importance of creating a quality product. At the end of the day, your product is going to be the physical representation of your brand. You can do all the work, but if your customers end up with a poor quality product in their hands, they're definitely not going to buy from you definitely they're not going to even take the chance to try time and time again so what are the hallmarks of a quality product well number one you really need to understand your core customer if you're a yoga brand but you're creating and curating products that are more based on a hardcore gym aesthetic there's a disconnect there two is you really need to understand the design and ultimately understand the fit the function and the purpose of these items make sure you're designing items that feel unique, authentic, that feel on brand. If you're a vibrant brand, picking colors that match that aesthetic. Also from a fit perspective, if you're a brand that's more catered towards a larger crowd or a more muscular crowd, creating extremely tight fitted clothing that just going to constrict and is not going to make your end customer feel comfortable, that's definitely gonna be a no-no. Fabrics are going to be essential, picking the right fabrics. If you're a sustainable fashion brand and your focus is on sustainability, creating products that are wasteful and ultimately that are not in line with that brand vision, again, there's going to be a disconnect there. And then all the way down to the packaging, how you're producing the items, how's the quality of the workmanship, the stitches used, the finishes, all these things are going to come into play. Again, this is a large area, but if you wanna learn more, definitely check out our channel We're going to have a ton of great content on there that's going to expand on each of these points, but make sure that you have a great quality product. That's the cornerstone and the hallmark of where you're going to start, and the other steps I'm going to give you are going to help you expand on this idea. Number two is understand your social media marketing and your social media presence. What does this mean? It always starts with understanding your core customer. At the end of the day, the attention that you can grab from them is the core value and the core sort of currency that you want to be operating with. You need to get your products and your business in the front of the eyes of the customers that you want purchasing from you. So being conscious about who's going to be purchasing from you, what age demographic, where do they live in the world, and ultimately on which platforms do they spend most of their time is going to be a key way to actually get your products in front of the right people so that they can purchase at the right time and give you guys a very specific example. Let's just say you are trying to create a product that's definitely catered towards a younger audience. Chances are Facebook might not be the best option there. You might be better off with Instagram or TikTok depending on your core demographic. If you're looking for a more mature or aged up demographic, then Facebook, maybe even LinkedIn, depending on the products that you're selling might be a better option. So have that sense of consciousness over who your customer is and find out where they're spending their time and definitely put yourself in front of where they're going to be. Number three on the list is going to be fulfillment. This is quite a difficult one for brands to tackle and depending on where you are at in your journey, whether you're a beginner, brand, whether you've been in business for a while or whether you're an established brand, your fulfillment strategy is going to differ. Let's use the initial example. Let's just say you're a beginner brand. You don't have the resources for a dedicated warehouse or a 3PL or a third party fulfillment company, you're going to be doing things on your own. But orders at this point might be sporadic, and chances are you might have a full-time job or a part-time job, so you have other obligations that you're going to be pulled into. You're not going to have the flexibility to be able to pack orders on the go, on demand, whenever you want, right? The last thing you want is to be in the middle of work. Let's just say you're getting some deep work done on a core task, but then you have to be pulled out for a single order, go down to the post office, ship out. That's very time consuming. What I'd recommend in this case is to have a structured fulfillment schedule. So let's just say you make sure to fulfill your orders every Monday, Wednesday, Friday at set times. You can mention that on your website and that gives customers the clarity in terms of when they order and when they can actually expect to receive their goods. The second fulfillment strategy they can use is operating your own warehouse. Obviously, at this point, you're going to have to invest a little bit. You might have to put a full-time employee. And really, that does bring its challenges with it, but it gives you the flexibility to be able to ship when you want, to ship almost immediately, right? In the world of Amazon and two-day shipping, same-day shipping, your customers are going to want your products immediately. Putting that barrier of entry where they buy today, but they receive in two weeks. That's definitely going to put you at a disadvantage. So if you can afford it, a warehouse might be a good option, you could use it as the base of operations for the rest of your business. Let's just say you're scaling and you want to go to the next level, then potentially, depending on which part of the world you're in a third party fulfillment solution might be the option for you. You're not going to have to pay upfront, but you'll essentially pay per order. This can come both ways. So the pro here is that you have the flexibility to scale at your own leisure. But on the flip side, the pay per pick or the pack or the order value that you're going to have to pay per shipment is definitely going to be higher than if you did it yourself, depending on economies of scale. So there's a pros and cons to each of these three different categories. And the option that you pick has to be based on your situation and where you're at in your business life cycle. Next up, we have content creation. Content creation is the visual representation of your brand. What story are you trying to tell? And essentially, what is the visual face that you're putting on? This is so important. And honestly, there's two key categories that you have to consistently maintain in order to have a strong content strategy. Number one is you have to have consistency across your content assets, right? The way that you're representing yourself should be number one of high quality, Two, it should actually accurately represent your brand. If you're a brand that's more catered towards a feminine audience, but your vision and the way that you're putting out the images, videos, your message, your tonality is overly masculine, right? At that point, there is a disconnect there. Vice versa, knowing who your customer is is going to be key. Also, consistency what we don't want to see happen is you're posting consistently for a good amount of time maybe one week two weeks two months but because of the lack of consistent content creation you're not being able to maintain that schedule at the end of the day content creation can actually take up a lot of your time so having a content calendar that you're scheduling in the beginning of every month saying that this week I'm gonna put out X amount of videos, X amount of photos, X amount of posts, and being consistent with that, right? You can start small and start to scale from there. Depending on your budget, you can even bring in freelancers, you can have a dedicated media team, a a photographer, a videographer, all of this depends on what your capabilities are. But always maintain consistency and always maintain repetition in your content strategy. Next up, we have the importance of quality customer service. You haven't done all of this work to design the product, to create the product, to ship the product. And then in the likely or unlikely event that a issue arises with the customer, let's just say they don't like the product or there is a defect in it, or you shipped out the wrong order or you shipped out the wrong size, mistakes happen. You don't want all the work, all the hard work that you put in to be dismantled by poor quality customer service. Your after sales service and your customer service are going to be a hallmark of how your brand is remembered by your customers. And honestly, a poor quality customer service experience can completely destroy a positive experience that the customers had. And as you know, people love to spread negative news much more readily than they do positive news. So. If they have a bad experience with you, chances are you're gonna hear about it and so are others. Make sure you're investing the time, effort, and resources to put together good quality customer service and make sure if you have team or staff that you're training them or if you have that product or that process yourself that you're allocating the necessary time that you have to do every day or every other day to check emails, to go through customer ticket support items, and ultimately to make sure that your customers are getting the quality service that they deserve and that is going to keep them loyal and coming back time and time again. Moving on, we have email campaigning or email marketing. I know that in 2022, this may seem a little bit outdated, but bear with me. It's so important because email campaigning allows you to create a direct relationship with your customer. You can use email campaigns effectively to announce new launches, new products. If you have sales, you can use email campaigns to follow up with customers if they have an abandoned basket. There's a ton of different actions that you can do specifically with email campaigns. So where does this come into play? Well, with email campaigning, you need to make sure that you're also being able to capture your customer's email. The way that I would go about doing this is by offering something in return for an email from your customer provide value up front with no expectation of return but if they do choose to want to stay in the loop about all the good stuff that you have on offer then they can choose to provide their email a great email campaigning manager is going to be clavio this is one of the top options on the list you can obviously run email campaigns very very standardly but if you get really good at the software, you can do automated email campaigns, follow-ups, you can do funnel systems. There's a ton of flexibility and bandwidth in terms of what you can achieve. And you really have clear analytics over who's opening your emails, what the return rate, what the return rate is, and ultimately it's going to give you the analytics that you need to make decisions on whether this campaign was successful or if it wasn't, What did I, what did I do wrong and how can I improve it moving forward. Last but not least, I want you to focus on effective marketing. Yes. Marketing is such a broad term, but you should always be focused on the core concepts of announcing who you are. So making sure that your customers are able to know who you are, that you actually exist, getting your brand in front of them. Second is educating them about what you're about, but you don't want to over-educate. You want to make sure that you're targeting and tapping into the right customer base. What's an example of this? Well, there's no point in running ads on people who are not into the niche that you're in. So if you're an ice skating brand and you're creating ice skating apparel, well, why would you be wanting to target people that are into whitewater rafting, right? It doesn't make sense. There's a disconnect there. Even if you say, okay, these are people that are into health and wellness. I want to educate them about my product. You're not going to have the time, money, nor are you going to have the ability to educate them through a campaign or a post. So you want to hit either a warm lead or a semi warm lead, knowing who you're targeting is going to be key. And then lastly, once you've educated them about why they should actually go ahead and purchase from you, they need to be able to find you, right? There should be a direct link between your marketing campaigns and how you're actually putting yourself in front of them and letting them to be able to be easily led to your website or to your app or to wherever you're actually selling your goods. So these are the three key points, announcing, educating, and helping them find where you are. And then obviously the way that you package your marketing campaign, that's going to have to come down to your messaging, your marketing, your copywriting, the way that you're presenting the visuals. If you have videos, what story you're trying to tell, how are you trying to present your product? All that comes into play in terms of creating that customer marketing lifecycle between the start of their journey about getting to know your brand to the end of their journey where they bought and now they're ready to buy more or to tell others about your brand. Well, guys, that is it. That is a wrap on this episode. To recap quickly, we looked at seven key ways to actually scale your fashion brand. The seven key topics that we looked at were, number one, focus on having a quality product. Two is know your social media, know where your customers are and put yourself in front of them. Make sure that you're understanding your niche and where they're spending most of their time. Three, make sure that your fulfillment strategy matches the scale of your business and is able to give you the flexibility to continue to grow moving forward. Four is your content creation needs to be on point. You need to have a consistency and cohesion with everything you create. Five is going to be great quality customer service. You don't want to put all this effort in only to come up short when it comes to your customers having an issue with your product or needing support from your business. Seven or six is going to be a effective email marketing campaign. Being able to create a direct connection with your customer and to show them the products you have on offer, offering them value upfront so that they can give you your email and ultimately they're benefiting and you're benefiting. Last but not least was an effective marketing campaign to announce your products, to educate your customers and to lead them to where you want them to buy from. Guys, if you enjoyed this episode, please consider smashing a massive thumbs up. It really does help us out and it keeps us motivated to keep pumping out this content. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Fit Design TV. Until next week's episode, stay awesome.